0: This is the County 10 Kickoff Show, our weekly preview of the upcoming weekend of athletics around Fremont County. From the Porter's 10 Cast Studio,
1: here's Jared Anderson. Well, hey there, and happy weekend all across Fremont County. Good to talk to you again. I'm Jared Anderson. It's the County 10 Kickoff Podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate that. It is a busy sports weekend all across Fremont County. A lot of uh, Fremont County teams will be on the road this weekend, but there are a few things you can catch here close to home. We'll run down the schedule momentarily. I do want to let you know, just one guest on the show today, but I'm really excited about it. We'll have an extended conversation with Billy Brost, who is the head coach of St. Stephen's High School Football. We'll talk a little bit about the challenges that face the six-man level of high school football. St. Stephen's is going to be uh, bumped up to nine-man football next year year, so we'll talk with Coach Brost about that. Plus, his team is coming off of a really good effort. He was really proud of his team. Ultimately, they lost at Hannah Elk Mountain, but he said uh, one of the better games he's been a part of for his program. Hannah is the second rated team in the state, so he's very confident in his bunch this year. We'll chat with Coach Brost coming up here momentarily. Run down the schedule for you here on the County 10 kickoff. A lot of fun stuff coming up, like I said, this weekend. Let's start at uh, Central Wyoming College with some notes. Uh, Tried to get Central Wyoming College golf team in studio today. Apparently they had some conflicts. And uh, Coach Holgate indicated they weren't able to make it in studio here, but congrats to the Lady Rustler golf team specifically. They just won their second straight tournament. They won their own tournament here in Riverton a couple weeks ago, and last weekend they went to Eastern Wyoming College in Torrington and won that one as well. Uh, Roslyn Brownell finished in first place individually at the Torrington tournament, so congrats to the Lady Rustlers. Men's and women's golfers in McCook, Nebraska this weekend for a two-day tournament. Central Wyoming College cross-country at the Bronco Stampede. Invite Lady Wrestler Volleyball at the Coyote Volleyball Invitational in Las Vegas. Play began yesterday for Darcheia Gallard and the Lady Wrestlers. They beat College of Southern Nevada in four. They lost to Arizona Western College in three yesterday. Wrestler soccer. Both men's and women's teams up to a one-and-three start. They've got games in Nebraska this weekend at a tournament. The men's team plays Northwest Community. College and Central Community College of Columbus. Wrestler Women's Soccer plays Northeast Community College and Central Community College at that Nebraska tournament this weekend. Switching gears to high school, believe it or not, this is the last regular season uh, week for 4A high school golf and postseason 3A golf begins this weekend with the conference meets. I uh, get 3A East conference happening in Torrington, the 3A West golfers are in Evanston. Casper Lusk and Moorcroft also hosting golf invites this weekend. Cross country runners in Sheridan for the uh big event there and then the state preview meet will be a big one too in Afton this Saturday. Lander is hosting a cross country meet next Thursday girls swimmers this weekend. Big event in Cheyenne. That's where most of them will be. Powell and Lyman also hosting meets in the pool. Larger volleyball tournaments at the high school level this weekend in Afton, Rollins, and Buffalo. Lander High School Football will host Powell tonight. One of the few games you can actually catch in Fremont County. Riverton Football on the road to the southwest corner of the state in Evanston. Shoshone High School footballs at Lovell. Wind River on the road taking on Rocky Mountain. Uh, Wyoming Indians Varsity, again, does not have a game scheduled in six-man football. Bois is on the road at Farson-Eden. And St. Stephen's, the only other home game this weekend, that's Saturday with Matizzi in town. We're going to talk all about that game with Coach Brost here coming up in just a minute. Also, a statewide note, Wyoming Cowboy football at home this Saturday. They play 3 o'clock against the Idaho Vandals. Cowboys looking to go 3-0. and They're big favorites in this one, anywhere from a 24 to a 25.5 point spread in favor of the pokes depending on which vegas sports book you look at but uh three score favorites are the cowboys this weekend we'll see how that turns out the wyoming at tulsa start time by the way came out yeah a few, a few days ago earlier this week that'll be a one thirty mountain time kickoff so cowboys host idaho this saturday and then go to tulsa Next Saturday to round out non-conference play. Billy Brost from the Saint Stephen's Eagles joins us in just a minute on the County Ten kickoff. It's free go we go!
0: Wow! Your Fremont County Arts and Pop Culture podcast. Start your week off right with the amazing Amara Ferry. T-Bone Terry. We'll keep you updated on everything hopping in the arts community and beyond. But really, we just want to put a smile on your face and help you drag your ass out of Monday
1: and into the rest of the beautiful week.
0: You can find us on the 10 cast network, Facebook, and any other platform that fits the bill and blasts us through your speakers.
1: So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and
0: prepare for extreme smiling. Official disclaimer, we are not responsible for aching jaws or intense pleasure headaches. This is a show for responsible adults.
1: County 10 kick show being made possible by the great folks at Wyoming.com. Wyoming.com, they're just a fixture in this community. And this year, 2019, they're celebrating 25 years as part of Fremont County and the region. The uh, homegrown local company continues to expand services all over Wyoming. They offer phone, traditional high-speed internet, fiber optic internet service, and they're especially proud of their next-gen wireless internet, which can provide more internet access to some of the most remote areas in Wyoming with no wires at all. It's great for us here in rural Fremont County, where a huge percentage of the the population is unable to have high-speed internet run to their home. So give wyoming.com a call support a local company love supporting local folks you can get them at 307-856-6400 that's 856-6400 or feel free to shoot them an email if it's easier to get in touch that way sales at wyoming.com that's sales at wyoming.com Earlier this week, on Wednesday to be specific, we had St. Stephen's Eagles head football coach Billy Brost in the Porter's 10-cast studio with us. If you remember Wednesday, it was a very rainy day, and that's the first thing I mentioned to Coach Brost.
0: Oh, I'm doing good, Jared. Thanks. I love the rain in terms of football season. It's football season, so this is perfect weather for what we do.
1: Feels more like fall, like football's upon us. Uh, It is back to school time for you. I I mean, I know we've been at it a few weeks here, but back to school, first few weeks of football. How's your life right now?
0: Pretty hectic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll, I'll Take small naps on my couch in between film sessions and stat sessions and talking to my coaches and, of course, fundraising. We're always fundraising. And, you know, got my kids, too, they keep me pretty busy. They both play sports and go to different schools, so they're all over the place.
1: That's great. Uh, I want to back up to last week and talk about your trip to Hannah Elk Mountain. You guys hung in there with a really good team. For folks that didn't get a recap of that game, how would it go?
0: You know, what, there were no expectations for us from outside the program. Um, you know, we in game votes in the preseason rankings, and you know, we knew that we were a talented group. We got a lot of returning kids. Um, th- this is our staff's uh, second full season. We took over mid-season 2017. Uh, we overhauled the program. We've been working with the kids. We do summer weights, all that stuff. Things that had never happened before. Mm. And we we told these kids because they're the you know we played Hannah a year ago at home in our opener, and it was over at the end of the first quarter. It was mm. forty to nothing. Mm. And shortly after that, the running clock was on, which I'm sure you're well aware of yeah. is it's not a good thing to be on the short end of that <laughs> and keep, in keeping kids motivated. We told them that if we stick to the script, we stick to the game plan, we play disciplined football, good things are going to happen. And from the get go down there, at Hannah, I mean, we, we won the toss. We deferred onside kick. We recover and Hannah's kind of on their heels at this point and, we just kept going at him going at him going at him at one point mid fourth quarter it was only a 14 point game mm-hmm. um and again we we played a little bit sloppy football we had four turnovers well those four turnovers all resulted resulted in Hannah touchdowns that was the difference in the game yeah that was literally the difference in the game um fourth quarter backbreaker for us it was 14 point game about five minutes to go. We're driving. We have the ball at their 16-yard line. We fumble the football away. Had we had we pu- been able to punch that in, that's a one-touchdown game on the number two team in the state, mm. and you could see on their sideline as the game was progressing, they realized this isn't the same St. Stephen's team that you always look at the schedule and say, well, that's an automatic win. <laughs> that's an automatic win because we've been down for so long. Um you know, they didn't know how to handle things. Their coaches were getting upset. You saw kids hanging their heads on their sideline. Parents were going a little berserk. You could hear it over there. And it's nice to be able to go into somebody's house, especially when they're expected to compete for a state championship and give them everything you've got. Yeah. And I've never been more proud of my kids win-lose anything than I was Saturday for their effort. I mean, attitude, energy, nobody was blaming one another. No finger pointing, no hanging their heads. They just kept going after it until the final gun.
1: That's great. And that's got to give you a lot of motivation going into this week against Matizzi. Uh What do we know about Matizzi and kind of what was your week of practice like? Was there uh, ball security drills or <laughs> anything, anything like that?
0: <laughs> Lots of ball security drills. You know, we suffered a couple of injuries. We're going to be without a couple of guys. We lost our starting quarterback, Jude Jenkins, mm. uh, mid-second quarter. He hyperextended his knee. He'll be out probably until a little snake game three weeks from now, uh, he's back at school. Uh, we'll be without our best defender, Jeremiah Willow. He got two unsportsman likes, uh, in, in the game. One was questionable. The other one, he just had no business doing what he did. He was frustrated. Um, he, he had a phenomenal game, 12 tackles, three, uh, three assists, um, Matizzi, though, Coach Hagen returns to Matizzi. He was their head coach prior and had a lot of success. He basically built that program from the ground up. Mm. Um, I, I believe he won a state title with them in six-man, if I'm not mistaken. But I know that he has taken them to the playoffs several times. They lost some guys, but they're also very talented. They're well-coached. They're well-disciplined. Um, you know, they're not going to lay down. They're not going to lay down in terms of us for practice. A lot of ball security, a lot of – Making sure it's right, taking care of your job. Um, our te- our kids tend to like to go off script. They like to go for the highlight, real hit, or the big play, rather than just playing assignment football. And uh, they've we've watched film. We've watched a ton of film already, and we've had a pretty good week of practice so far. I mean, today's only Wednesday, so we'll know. We'll practice today and tomorrow. We'll do pregame, you know, walk through on Friday, and then Saturday we'll we'll see where it goes. But we feel very good going in. I mean, for the first time, I think we're favored in a game against Matisse. And, that again, that doesn't happen very often at St. Stephen's.
1: Yeah, that's great. How difficult is it to recover from those injuries in six-man, and how deep is the program this year?
0: Well, a year ago, we had close to thirty kids. Uh-huh. I had twelve seniors that I graduated, and they're gone. Um, numbers are down across the state. I think the the only programs in the county whose numbers are up this year, Bois has a couple more kids, but they were they were hanging on for dear life a year ago. They uh-huh. barely had enough kids to field a team. Shoshone's numbers are up, from what I understand. Everybody else's numbers are down, um, and that's just statewide. You know, for whatever reason, football's starting to lose kids. This year right now, we've had consistently 15, 16 kids. Mm -hmm. So our roster basically got cut in half, losing those 12 seniors. Our freshman class was very small. Uh, We only had three freshmen come in. Um, We didn't have any transfers. Uh, We just added a young man uh, that just started playing this week. His name's Ace Sage. He's a wide receiver, outside linebacker. He's a pretty dynamic kid. Uh, he he transferred in, and um, so numbers in terms of health. When you suffer an injury to a starting quarterback, you have to reshuffle the deck. And I'm always looking to the future, and my assistants hate me because and I'm like, we have to find another quarterback, we have to find another tailback. We're always we're always looking to the future because you're one injury away from having to reshuffle the deck. We feel good. Um, our our quarterback going into this week is Treppin Friday. He was first-team all-conference uh, this last season as both a quarterback and a wide receiver. Just he, He's a playmaker. He game in open field. It's, he's so wiry, it's hard to bring him down. He's got great field vision, so he's going to start taking the snaps this week. Uh, senior David Dewey, he was gone for two years, uh, he he played at St. Stephen's as a freshman, left St. Stephen's, came back this year. We got him back. He's going to play a little quarterback. And then and then the kid that everyone wants to talk about, Caden Dower, uh, we have the combo agreement with his school. He's been throwing the ball a little bit this week, and you add that to the fact that he can outrun anyone in, <laughs> in the state yeah. as, as the 100-200-meter state champion in track. You know, we, we feel good. We feel good ace will step in as a wide receiver trenton will play some wide receivers There's a couple kids you know getting eligible don't have enough practices had to get their physical taking care of grades whatever mm-hmm. you know at, at full strength i think we'll be sitting around about 20 20 kids
1: very cool. Uh, looking forward to the game on Saturday and hope everybody gets a chance to get out there. Uh, we talked about this a few months ago and I'm sure big time Fremont County football fans saw, it, but uh, any update on Roberto Hernandez, David kills pretty enemy. The had two uh, for uh, first ever St. Stephen's football players to sign college football contracts.
0: They did. And they're both back home. Okay. Uh, David suffered an injury prior to going up to camp. Um, Roberto had some family things going on. They both came home. They're both going to CWC here in town, going to class, doing, you know, and life's bigger than just football. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. From from what I understand, I talked to the coach up there. Roberto was in line to make that final roster and play as a lot as a freshman. Uh, I talked to him every day and he said, coach, you know, family, you know, I kept telling him family always has to come first. Mm -hmm. As long as you're taking care of business, football was not a priority anymore. And he made the decision. He said, you know what? Maybe next year, you know, because he's still looking at some other schools. He may return to Botno. But right now, he had to be at CWC. David's home trying to nurse that injury. He suffered a gruesome knee injury about a week before he left. Mm. He tried to play through it. They were going to redshirt him. He didn't want a redshirt. So he, he came home. He's got a younger brother that's in the program, in our program. And, um, so they're they're going to take a year off. They're still lifting, still working out, going to class, and, and hopefully, you know, maybe that one or both end back up at Botno. I know the door's still open with Coach Davis up there. It's not like they burn any bridges. It's yeah. just they they had to take care of some things here at home.
1: Yeah, yeah, great for the program to see those kind of athletes coming out of it, and I'm sure it'll open the door in the future as well. Uh, as we talk about the football community, Saint Stephen's has been known as a basketball program for a long time and certainly, rightfully so, huge basketball culture out there. But is it shifting a little bit more to football or other sports that you can see?
0: I, I wouldn't say that it's ever going to shift away from basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole same ball's life, that that is never St. Stephen's mm-hmm. and Wyoming Indian. Um, but the fact that we're starting to rebuild this thing along with the track program, you know, we're going into our fourth year of cross country, there are some varying interests. We ha- kids have different options. Rather than just, I'm going to play tournament basketball until basketball season starts. I'm going to play tournament basketball as soon as basketball season ends. Now you've got guys that are really good athletes that said, "Hey, we've got a staff in here that kn- that's knowledgeable. They care. They're putting us in a position to be safe and to win consistently, or to get competitive." So now we're getting kids that normally wouldn't play football coming out to play football as well as doing track. So that's a great thing for yeah. for not only the reservation community but the Saint Stephen's community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What's your group this year like away from the football field? Good group of kids oh, academically good, yeah, in the great, community.
0: Great, great group of kids. We're we're pretty young. We only have four seniors. Uh, so, and we're going to nine man next year. I don't know yeah, if you knew that. Yeah. You know, we, we got the notification from the state that this is our last year at six man. And that's a little fearful, <laughs> you know, fear, you know, coaches are looking at each other. We're saying we got 15 kids, 16 kids. How are we going to do this? We have a lot of kids that were not that transferred in that weren't academically eligible to play this fall, but want to play next year. Okay. So we're, we're going to get five, six more. Hoping to get some more kids in from the middle school. We launched our first ever middle school program this year. So St. Stephen's is a standalone middle school program. We're oh, not great. with Arapaho anymore. So I, I feel like, you know, the, the kids get along great. I mean, it's a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always goofing around with one another. I've got a good relationship with all of them. I'm, I'm dogging them in the hallways. You go into class, you taking care of your grades. You know, they, they probably are the last thing they want to hear out of me is get to class. Yeah. It, I feel like it's going to be engraved on my tombstone, get the to class. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: That's great, though. Uh, finally for you, how can the community support what the Eagles are doing and not just the community there in St. Stephen's but around Fremont County? Is it getting out to these games Saturday afternoon? And kind of the nice thing, too, is – even if you're a Riverton or a Lander fan, you can go to the game Friday night and there's bonus football on Saturday to get out and see.
0: Uh, absolutely. we only have three home games this year. Unfortunately, you know, the, the schedule kind of got unbalanced when 10 Sleep went <clears throat> without a program for a couple of years. Uh, a couple of years ago, Dubois couldn't get down here. So it went from four and four to three and five mm-hmm. and then five and three. So we only have three home games this year. First one is this Saturday against Matizzi. Then we got a little snake river in a couple of weeks and then senior night will be Riverside. Riverside comes in uh, what the community can do. And I mean, I, and this community has always been supportive of what this staff and I are doing. I mean, I am constantly fundraising. I, you know, I am beating the pavement talking to just about every business owner in the community and they see what we're trying to do because being a BIE school, we're, the uh, the extracurricular programs are not well-funded. They have just enough to get the program going, pay for transportation, mm-hmm. meals, officials, things like that. So what the community can do, number one, come out to the games. Yeah. You know, we usually get 40, 50 people at the games. It would be so big for these kids to have a couple hundred people, in, you know, in, in the stands. And, of course, we're not going to fill a stadium like Lander or Riverton or – Shoshone, I mean, I've gone to those games. I have nephews that play at both Riverton and Lander. I go to their games. Um, You know, you can support us by coming to the games, and then when we're doing fundraisers, don't be afraid to get involved. Volunteer, you know, participate. We're always doing different things. We've done a bingo night. Uh, We had our jamboree uh, two weeks ago, the burger and ball bash, which I hope to make an annual event. Where we did, uh, you know, silent auction. And, you know, we we made good money off of that, and everything. Every dime we make goes to the middle school and varsity program. So that that's what the community can do. They've already been very very supportive with the sponsorships. I would just say, you know, keep on keeping on and, and keep helping us because we're gonna we're gonna get there soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, Coach. Looking forward to the game Saturday and following you all season long. Congrats on a very successful first game. It sounded like too. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks, Jared. Thanks again to Billy Bros, Ted, coach of the Saint Stephen's Eagles, for his time and coming in. You may have even been able to hear the rain on our metal roof during that interview on Wednesday. Uh, again, uh, Eagles play on Saturday, hosting the Matitse Longhorns. Hope you get out there and support whatever your home teams are doing this weekend all across Fremont County. Uh, Again, thanks to our friends at wyoming.com for making the County 10 kickoff possible. Appreciate them. We'll chat at you again next week for more of the Fremont County kickoff show.